There must be a better way to describe things, to arrange words, a new way to use words to take you to a place beyond words. There must be. Hey, 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 I'm Forrest Hall. And this is Real Church Matters, where we talk Real Church Matters because... Real Church Matters. Real Church Matters. How are you, Mom? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing good. What are you about to say, sweetie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just decided, no, I better not say that. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm, I'm you my mama. Um, glad to have you back again. Hopefully, that, um, everybody heard the last podcast and enjoyed it. Uh... It's always great to have mom on. I uh, was thinking about, I think about the topic first or whatever's on my heart. And then I think about who I should talk with, through it with. And uh, I let that lead me. So it's not like I want a different person every time. It's like, who's the person to talk about these things with? And so uh, this one will be you again. So I appreciate you uh, not minding doing it. No, I don't mind. You don't mind? Okay, cool. Cool. So uh, housekeeping, realchurchmatters.com is the website. It'll take you to the layout on anchor.fm where you can uh, listen to the podcast. It also has a dollar sign there where you can give through the anchor.fm app or you can give through Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Real Church Matters. And we appreciate everyone who gives through there, too. I know I usually uh, shout out all the places internationally where we are listened. But since I have some new places in the United States, I'll take this moment to shout out Tennessee, Ohio and Nashville, Nashville, Um and I know Nashville is in Tennessee, but there's some other places within Tennessee. I don't know if somebody's just driving around <laughs> Tennessee and listening, but whoever's in Ohio, too, you've been on there uh, moving steadily up. So I know one person in Ohio, but uh, in San Diego, too. And I do know somebody in San Diego. So shout out to uh, who I think it is listening. Appreciate it. Continue to support, continue to share with other people. Real church matters. And of course, it's obedience over audience. Always. That is uh, that is the mandate more than the mantra. We try to remember that our job is to share the word, declare the word, and repeat. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. We gotta remember that part because we we be looking for what's next. Like, no, no, just keep this the, the cycle. That's yeah, all. That's just, all it is. Just don't just, reinvent the wheel. Just keep doing the cycle. <laughs> just keep keep doing that one thing. We get to share the word, declare the word, beat people over the head with the mm-hmm. word, fuss at people with the words. Like, nah, just share and declare, repeat. But this uh, episode, we're gonna call it. All things considered. And I want to talk about consideration, how powerful it is. And I know that there are people who talk about meditating on God's word. But uh, I think when we look at the word consider in the Bible, it gives us a more specific muscle to flex within meditation. Yeah. Because you tell people to meditate on the word and you're like, oh, how did I do that? Well, uh, last night I just kept rehearsing. I just forgot rehearsing the scripture <laughs> over and over, over again. and over. And I'm telling you, I just kept, he said that he supply all my needs. And I just kept repeating. He will supply all my needs. He will supply <laughs> all my needs. And, and that is probably why there's, there's such a disparity between <laughs> what people hear. Like when you say meditate. Yeah. Cause when I say the word meditate, I, I, Use it synonymously with um, consider. Consider, yeah. Because that's the way that that I've I've allowed the Spirit of God to reveal different things In to you. me. Yeah. And um, a lot of times, just considering, like He said, consider the lilies. Yeah. Um, 
early on. That's you know, I that was something of yours. That's where I first I wrote all those yeah the, the songs and everything. It's because every day I I would have a different consideration, yeah. and it would bring me to just almost. Uh, uh, as if Jesus was just preaching a message to me, yeah, you know, because it would just unfold, yeah, and it just came from considering what He said to consider. He yeah. said, "Consider the lilies, consider the birds, consider the birds." What do you consider about the birds? So, so we don't just re- we're not just repeating things. We're and not the ants and the ants. We're not just like birds, 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 ants, ants, ants. Mm. No, He's telling you consider the way they live. Yeah. Consider me and how they live. And watch them. And watch them. Just just watch them. Watch how they move effortlessly. Yeah. There's no, when the bird chirps, he's not complaining. Yep. And when I, when I would come to um, any big um, issue in my life, and what I say a big issue is when my, my mental part of me would, Try to regress back to the way of thinking based on what you saw, based on what I saw. And when I say what you saw, we're talking about the way we experience things is through our senses. Yes. So a lot of people, sometimes they'll be talking about a situation, but they don't understand if you never saw that situation, heard that situation, felt that situation or felt the effects of that situation. You would have nothing to think about with that situation and one of those um really large situations for me was um the first um child that i had i i found out i was pregnant after being saved Mm -hmm. and it was rebecca Mm -hmm. and i could remember shout out rebecca i was gonna go through this pregnancy the same way i went through the rest of the pregnancies Mm -hmm. um Really being overburdened. Um, when you say overburdened, you talk about physical toll or mental toll, no, emotional just mentally, toll. Mentally, just wondering how I'm, how am I going to do this? This is such a heavy weight. I was like twenty three, twenty four years old. So when you say how you going to do this, you're saying how you going to do it financially? How, no, everything. Every everything. every part of it. Waking up, <laughs> waking up every day, having one more person to feed, to clothe, to. Um, be responsible for yeah. plus to go to work and to do all of those things. And, and, um, it was at that time, yeah. it was overwhelming because my, my, my mind wanted to go through it the same way I went yeah. through it, almost it, as if it was uh muscle memory. Yeah. It, uh, it, it was because just, that's how, that's what you meditated on because that's what you consider. Yes. You and, were considering all the options you considering what how you saw other people struggle. Yeah. You considering how you have already struggled with four kids yes. at that present moment. Is it four at that time? Yeah, yeah. It was Suzanne, Savannah. Me and Sandy. You and Sandy. Yeah, yeah. So four kids at the four time. Four kids. You only see your present situation, you like In transition. Te- we trans we transition from one one place we were living in Upper Marlboro. We no, we were living in Aliquippa. Oh, we're still in Aliquippa? Yes, okay. we were in Aliquippa. Um, prior Pennsylvania, to Aliquippa, yeah, Aliquippa, Pennsylvania, we lived in the projects. Yeah, and and um, Sandrina was two years, almost two years old mm-hmm. when we moved from there, and so I got pregnant with Rebecca almost a year after moving to Maryland. Yeah, and getting the new. So we still trying to figure out how to to stake our claim in a new place. Yes. Uh, Never really been settled no in a new place system. before. No support no system. No support system. No, didn't know anybody. Never really left your town before. No, no, no. In the, the town. Small was a town. Small town. Yeah. And uh, about 25 miles outside of Pittsburgh. Yeah. And um, the it was difficult to find a job there. Yeah. And so I worked at Duquesne University Library, made $3.75 an hour. Yeah. And um, in 19, what it was 1983. Yeah, it was 83 when we moved. And so um, it was it was uh, dismal to say the to say the least. And you throw on top of that a surprise. You get there's another kid. 
And these are all the things you're considering. And I wanted to go over that because yeah. that's how we, we didn't even fill all the plate. It's like when you yeah. at the salad bar and you, you haven't even got through all the toppings and the plate is full. And and so prior to prior to having a relationship with the Lord, prior to um getting saved. Those were your considerations. Those were all my considerations. Yes. I felt that it was my responsibility to pull myself up by my bootstraps. It was my responsibility to take care of my kids. Can I say this? Those realizations of what to do come from what we think. Yes. I, I want to make sure we say that. Your meditations become your actual actions. And so when we're sitting there and we're telling you guys it's time to consider, it's because consideration gives you an understanding. Yes. And an understanding gives you a mode of operation, gives you a mindset. That's what you, what you'll set your mind to because yes. that's what your mind is yes. set on. And and um, basically the reason why I bring it up is that actually that point in my life, I learned how mm-hmm. to consider, yeah. to consider what God has done, what he has said in every area of my life. How long were you a Christian at that point? Fresh, fresh off the boat. Fresh off the boat. Yeah. Where do where do you think did somebody teach you to consider this, or this is how you began to engage with God? This is how I began to engage with God. My engagement up to that point, up uh, before Christ, was with myself. Yeah, and that's how you engage with yourself. Yes, I engage with myself. So I considered all my yes. all my. My decisions. Yeah. I considered all of my past. I considered what was my fault. Yeah. I considered all of these things when I would proceed forward. And it's cool because a lot of times we've had conversations and you said, like, Force, you've always been very spiritual, even as a young man. You you were spiritual. You say that about Philip, too, and yeah. a few of your other kids. But you're, when you say that, you're really talking about the ones who are thinkers. Yes. Yeah. Because that's what I, that's, that's where, um, you, you are very spiritual, whether you're spiritually, um, entwined with God or not. Right. But you're in tap because you, you're in tap with the immaterial because you are constantly considering, considering and thinking everything that's not there, there. Um, I can remember just going further back than that Yeah, and just laying on on the hillside, we had a big apple tree when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Just laying on the hillside and looking up at the clouds and considering. Yeah. Because the clouds move. They actually move. Yeah. And I would lay there, not for like 10 minutes. Yeah. F- for hours. Yeah. Considering these are moving. Yeah. Are there people up there? Yeah. Where, how is this? How yeah. is the sky? And how is it that the sky is moving? And I'm laying still. Yeah. And if I centered my thoughts on it and I, I knew that there was a God. Yeah. And that consideration came from the fact that just looking. Yeah, because you and I was the same way. Like, I didn't necessarily believe in church, but I believed in God. Yes. I believe I, in no way can anyone ever budge me off of that reality. Because my considerations became my meditations. Yes. Which became my mind, my so, understanding. Yeah. Understanding creates a, a, a solidity to these very fluid ideas that flow through your brain. All of a sudden, these things get very concrete. And it takes you outside of yourself. It takes and you set these these beliefs and people are like, whoa, how in the world did that person believe that it can in be- a good way and or in a bad but way? But The scripture does tell you he does tell you that this will lead you to him. It does. It will lead you to him. You'll have a decision to make one day if you just consider yeah. what he says. If you consider the heavens, yes. if you consider the the birds, if you consider all these things, it will just lead, how plain it is. It will, all roads will lead to him. And I want to say that to encourage those who think who feel like they are overthinkers. Yeah, I want to encourage you that there's a natural proclivity you have towards meditating and thinking and considering things. Yeah. And yes, in a, in many ways, you flex that muscle incorrectly, and it has manifested itself into paranoia. Yeah, it manifested itself into depression, manifested itself into dark places, suicide. Most of those people, or those, those worship, 
these contemplative people and they're like they're very fearful and they're very afraid and is i want you to know that muscle just needs to be rerouted you need to keep go higher <laughs> yeah you need to be that overthinker yeah. but you need to think on these things yes go it's it's for me it was um prior to christ a relationship with him i know all these things led up to him yeah that um, I really flexed that muscle, yeah. and it led me to some dark places yeah. because um, I didn't have the word, and because I didn't have a concrete right. road map. And, and just to put it in a framework that people can understand, the problem wasn't that you were thinking; it was what you were thinking about. About, and, and so when we look at Jesus. Jesus ain't never say, think about me. Mm-mm, no. I want you. Oh, my goodness. He said, think on those things that are good, that are lovely, that are of good report. He said, think yeah. on these things. <laughs> yeah. These things. Think on these things. When we say, when I think about Jesus and all he's done for me. No, you're thinking about all he's done for you. Yes. He's saying. He's saying. You don't you need you to think about him. No. Think about all he's done for you think about his wondrous works that's what he did them yes i didn't i don't want you to think about how wonderful i am because you will never see the wonder in me no you will see the wonder in my works and then you will become one of the works that will become a wonder yes so he's telling us to to consider i want people to understand this when you're the things that you're thinking about you need to think about other things Things that God has put. Sometimes you need to think about the thing you're thinking about, but think about it in another way. Yeah, which means you need to to go to the basics. Yes. Simple. Sim- Very simple. Simplistic. Yes. Simplistic. You know, that's that's why I chose this very that very place because, you know, I found myself entering into a dark place. Yeah. So let me let me say this while it's fresh on my brain. I the way I look at people had cha- has changed and it allowed me to love them. Yeah. And when I say love, I got to make sure I'm being clear on what love is and why I'm saying love. Cause I had to explain this to my nieces the other day. I love you because I will obey God for your sake. I don't love you because I will obey you for your sake. I will right. obey God for your sake. He, Abraham loved Isaac. Yeah. So he obeyed God for his sake. Yes. Didn't look like it. Yeah. But he did. God loved us. Did he obeyed himself? Yes. And his son loved him. So he obeyed God. God. For our sake. For our sake. Yeah. He. It's all about loving in that way. So I learned to love people for their sake and for God's sake. Uh, I want to do a part. I think I did. But if I didn't, I'll make sure I do it. Just call for God's sake. Amen. Letting that be the the impetus, the modus operandi for what we do is to do it for God's sake, not for your sake. Right. Not for other people's sake, but yes. for God's sake. And But um, to, to not get out of track, I learned to love people, to obey God by no longer looking at them and considering what they've done. So I'm no longer looking at them and considering the situations that surround them. I'm no longer looking at them and considering the things they've done to me. I'm looking at them and considering who they are. And I've never done that before. As a young man, I never did that. Everyone was based, the way I considered them was based on what they've done. Not who they are. So the other day I was telling you, I just, when I was looking at the picture of dad, and I just was staring in his eyes. And I said to him, I said, I've never looked at you in your eyes. And he's like, yes, you have. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's different. The People do a lot of things in body that they never do in mind. And I realized that was an excellent time to, to help me understand. When I say I never looked you in your eyes, I'm saying I never beheld you. Yes. I never beheld you. I never looked at you and took in and considered you. Like I considered the bird. Yeah. I cons- you considered the cloud. Yeah. I never considered my father. Yeah. Considered him and just looked at him and it began to take me to how was he as a young man? What did he feel? Did he feel this the way I feel this? Yeah. 
all of a sudden now he is he's a person to me. He's not a person I consider through his role. Consider through my expectations. This is where we mess up. Yeah, I'm sharing this with you guys because there's marriages that are about to die because you're considering the person responsibility and identifying them by that role. By that role. That's it. That's it. That's what they are. Your, 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 your relationship with your parents is messed up because even as adults, they, they still try to look at you through the lens of expectation and of roles. And as long as you don't consider people properly, you'll never have an understanding of them that yields to you a true love. Right. And people say it all the time, like they wish they could stop using you. They wish that I wished when when I had this this horrible perspective of women, I used to wish my wish that I could just sit near a woman and not go there in my mind and see them as just that, as less than, as something to be used or manipulated in many ways, not just sexually. Yeah. People got to understand that women, men struggle with making women a commodity in every aspect. Yeah, or thinking of them in in lesser roles. And for you, that started when you were like five or six yeah. years old because that became the complaint. You only had female teachers. <laughs> yeah. And that became the complaint. You know, every every parent conference, you know, the teacher, and I said, how can a little boy... <laughs> that's five or six years old or seven years old um, cause you to feel intimidated in your classroom because yeah. he thinks of you lesser than. Yeah. And I, I couldn't grapple with it, you know, with them because I constantly would say, I don't understand what you're saying because they immediately would identify with that part of you. They would say he's disrespectful. He feels like he can just uh, say anything to me and he thinks he's smarter than I am. And all of these things were like at a very young age. This is not this is not (laughs) middle school. This is not these these were were elementary the, uh, the elementary school years. Yes. And so it did provide a problem. And I didn't have that problem per se. Because I didn't feel threatened by you as far as you, you know, looking at me in a certain way or whatever. I didn't feel threatened by that. Yeah. I constantly engaged in a way that I knew that was necessary. Yeah. But I realized that in in these are considerations. Let me say this. We covering a lot of things, but I'll just say this. Uh, It is important for y'all. To understand it, you have to consider your past. Yes. Please. Yeah. I know because your past considers you. (laughs) Yes. Your your past considers you. And and hangs around. And hangs around. And 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 it has an influence on your future. It speaks to people. Yes. It's like the blood crying out. Yes. Yeah. Constantly what I have done in the past is more in people's hearts than in minds. Yes, it has an influence, and the only way we can you can um, turn because it's not that it's going to go away. Yeah. It's like okay, when Paul would show up, Paul was persecuted Christians. He chased them down. He killed them. Okay, so his past followed him, and he I, said it before. You know what I'm saying? Like he spoke to it before people could ever speak to him. Yes, yes, he had to. He had to. He had to because I'm sure when they seen him coming down the road, they knew they were packing up their bags, yeah. saying, "Let's get out the back door because here, here he comes. He's coming to persecute us." Part of his transformation was being appalled at the fact that the people he killed were the people that God told him go and seek shelter, shelter and refuge from. and refuge and stay with them. You say like even then God is trying to break. He had to break that inside in him in him in order for him. To be in a position to do this thing. And I noticed that even in my life, God will reroute things where the people I hated the most, I had to submit and humble myself to. And this is all because 
God wants to get the glory. Yeah. Okay. He wants to be what people see. We're yeah. supposed to be the epistles to be read of men. Absolutely. Pe- a, a lot of us become the epistles that are read of our past. You know, it, it reads how our hurts, our pains, our insecurities, our, our judgments. But it never goes in, further. It never goes The way further. I say it is, uh, church people get very comfortable with their Old Testament. Yes. But they never assume the new. They they never embrace it fully. You got to embrace it fully. Because you don't they get don't the, even you, believe. They don't yeah. even believe that. Yeah. Because be, in, even in light of when I started listening to testimonies, mm-hmm. even in, you know, some people would talk. I've heard people say how many people they killed, yeah. you know, as drug, a drug dealer, yeah. how many people he killed. And then he start the weeping almost the same yeah. time in the testimony. And, and you could feel the heaviness of guilt yeah. upon this man. And he, this man has a, he has carried his Old Testament, yeah. but he hasn't carried his He new. hasn't embraced the new. Yeah. Because what people are reading, yeah, they might marvel at the fact that you're no longer out there slinging a pistol and stuff. Yeah. But it's just like, um, I think my father said it's so clear. He said, mm, I have some skepticism about those people. Because yeah. he said, it's just like they have flashbacks. Yeah. And he said, that very thing that caused them to shoot somebody before is still in them. You know what I always likened it to? Is uh, the guys, that, and I love this about my dad. Because <laughs> like, most of the guys that were something in high school, that played sports and stuff. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. They're constantly talking about it. And now I'm at the age, I'll be 40 in a few weeks. I'm at the age where I'm constantly being hit up by people I went to school with, middle school, high school. And they want to talk about those times. And it's like, what are you doing right now? Yeah. Like that was 20 years ago for high school. And that was 24 years ago for middle school. What are y'all doing right now? Yeah. Well, you know, ain't not much going on. But man, you remember that? that, that, that. And it's like. That's that's the way we look as Christians. Yeah. When we're constantly talking about the Old Testament, but not we don't have, show the new because we consider it. We we consider it so much that we even um, pattern ourselves our yes. new life. We're saying, "Oh, we're delivered from this," so we're still considering that. Yeah. That is you, being what we're delivered from, and it's it's like I can appreciate Nicodemus because he was given some new information. He didn't have time to consider it. Yeah. <laughs> so his response with little time was, all right, so we go back up in our mothers. Gave, if you would have, I was, I think to myself, like you gave this guy 24 hours and he, his consideration would have brought him to another place. <laughs> he broadened his horizon. Yeah. But <laughs> when we talk about at length about our past, it shows that's what we consider. Yeah. You talk, tell people to talk about what, What's new? What's new about you in God? I know what you aren't anymore from your past, but what are you? How did your thinking change? How did you change? Because because you are what you think. Yes. And this is this is where um, like you did great exploits. This is my yes. thing. You did great exploits for yourself. Yes. In the world. You talk about you used to be a drug runner. You did this. You did that. You no was fear. you were moving in the world yeah. in your own self and own desires. What do you have of equal or greater value yeah. to the kingdom of God? Yeah. We see I see the kingdom you amassed for yourself. Right. What did you what have you amassed for God? Yeah. How have you sprung forward? How have you you sprung forward? Because right now you just telling me I used to be going in reverse and now I'm in neutral. Because because <laughs> for for me. For me, it was um, a breaking down of all of those things that I considered. Yeah, I that had held me, and then I got a, a very clear picture of what the scripture meant when it said, uh, "Forgetting those things that are behind, we yes. press forward. We will repress on." Yeah, you know, um, towards before, towards the high to, calling. Towards the high calling. I I before that. Yeah. Yeah. Before I had all the different considerations um, with what God created, with what he has done in in the world, on the big picture, 
all went before all of that, all I considered, all that held me was yeah. my past. I, I there was no way to break free of it. Yeah. There was no way to and so when when that I read that scripture and it said forgetting those things that are behind, I said, Okay, God, you're telling me to forget about them. And I considered that scripture. Yes. And the revelation he gave me, he said, I'm not telling you to put it out of your mind. I'm telling you to put it in its place, to put it in its place. We guys, I'm going to say that again. So, so that you guys are being clear. We are not telling you to take your past and put it out of your mind. We're telling you to put it in the proper place in your mind. That it belongs behind you. He said, putting behind. Put it in the, put it behind you, but don't make it disappear. Don't make put it, it behind you because it brings glory to him. Right. It's like when you see a guy, you, we would see men in the, uh, well, we knew a couple and every time this couple was in the car together, the wife would be in the back seat. Yes. Yeah. And the son and the father would sit up front. Yes. And I was like, okay, maybe he wants to spend quality time with his son. And, you know, so that's one off. But then I remember it was a time where it was just them two and me. And he said, nah, you up here. And she, without even thinking, she was she was already in her place. She was already seat, yeah. buckling her seat up. And I said, now this is not OK, because I know where she belongs. And we have to get to that point. We know where everything belongs. Yeah. God belongs in the front. Yes. My past belongs in the back. Yes. It doesn't belong out the car because when it's out the car, that's even worse. Like if he never went anywhere with his wife, we'd be like, now, come on. Yes. And I know there's people out here who go absolutely nowhere with your wives. They drive in separate cars. Drive in separate cars. Arrive stuff. at the same place. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the way y'all want to work it. That's fine. But I'm just telling you, we only got a little bit of time on this earth. And every bit of time you spend with someone uh, is the true intimacy. And so you can't say you're intimate with your wife if y'all spend little time together unless you're on top of each other. And then whenever you're on, whenever you're not doing sex, you feel like I want this person not on top of me. Oh, why we got to watch the same shows? Why we got to do this? Why we got to do that? You for me. Yeah, I'm not married. So it's good that I'm saying this right now with a married person. here. For me, when you don't enjoy the time spent. Yeah. You don't enjoy the person. Um, because that, what else is there? What else is there is time. It is our true equivalent. It is the currency of love. And um, it's not something that's like stored in a bottle. It's something that has to happen on a daily basis. Constant basis. Yeah, it's so, even with God. When he's talking about our relationship with him, he's always talking about it in the concept of two things. Yeah. Obedience and time. Yeah. I want you to pray without ceasing. Yeah. I want you to think you on said, these I things. I want you to be engaged with me at all times. Engage with me with your time and obey the things that and I say. It's not necessarily, you know, people being in the same place at the same time. It's just in their thoughts, in their meditations. They're not in they the They need same to place. be in the same place and, in mind. Because you're, you're busy people. And yeah. people say it all the time. Like, we fell apart because we were we worked different shifts. There were two ships passing but in the just, night. they're just in a different place. You're, you're in, in different places. You're in different things that you're seeking. And they find that that, you know, that kind of, that pours into what they feel like is so intimate. Yeah. That, that it pours right into their bedroom. Right. That there is no intimacy because they have they have relegated intimacy to being just that, just physically yeah. being present. And we just was talking about that with somebody. But when your language speaks singularity, when yeah. you're not a single person anymore. That's, which, that's who, that's your true, that's where you are. Right. You're single in heart. And it's, it's really a... That's really a hard place for um, for people to contend with. For people to contend with, yes. And reconcile and say, "Man, I'm married, but I constantly." Because you have a you have a ring on your finger, you and, and and if you 
are a Christian. Yeah. You have the confinement yeah. of knowing that this is this is a, a a oath that I make to God, not necessarily to this person. That that incorrect consideration too yeah. is that I'm seeing like as Christians, they come to this term where they see marriage is something that they must obey. Yeah. But in their obedience, they're like Martha. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like they're, they're, they're ready to serve in the role of wife or husband. Yeah. But like not serve the person. No. The person has little to do with it. Has little to do with it. Yeah. Honestly, I wanted sex without the baggage, guilt, and yeah. shame of it. So marriage seemed both, like a lot. It's on thing. both ends. It's on the it's on the end of those people that are outside of Christ. Yeah, that they they serve that that you serve a purpose. Marriage is a symbol of commitment, no matter your religious affiliation. But you better bring something to the table because it is a feeling of security. Like yes, yes. when a woman says, "Look, y'all, he gave me a ring," she is saying, "Look." He's mine. Yeah. Finally, I can rest. I can relax. He's mine. Yeah. I'm his. He's mine. We're here. Yeah. And the whole time, it's not even a case. Right. Because there's a singleness in mind. And it plays out in language and action. When I see people do things. That's because, again, it's going right back to the fact that we don't consider. We We don't don't really consider. We don't consider what any of this stuff means. We don't consider relationships. You know, even um, considering when God points us to things, he said, consider the lilies. Yeah. Again, he was saying they need to toil or spin. Yes. He's telling you what to think. And then how, how how they relate to him. Yes. He said, but they're, there's, they're arrayed because they're taken care of. But it creates these existential questions that must be considered. So consider this, Lily. Neither toils nor spin. I'm telling you this because I created everything. Yes. Now, why would I create all these things in an order, a natural order, where it neither needs to concern itself about anything but existing? In the place that I put it in, and 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 the sun, you know, again, that's that's how there's this whole system of solar of system, ecosystem, all these systems, and in it is this just one chaotic creation called humanity that has to fend for itself. Yeah, when for you itself. when you look at it, that's impossible. You know, scientists, scientists, that's what that's what really pulled me to a place of considering yeah. all of who God is because when you look at the sun the sun has power to destroy the horror it stays in its place it stays in its place this is the other thing about the chaotic nature of man that satan played upon and introduced to us is there's a certain place and I'm going to have you on here Kevin one day cuz I keep coming back to our conversation he's like he was talking about how it feels like God wanted to withhold something from Adam and Eve. He didn't want them to have something, the knowledge of good and evil. And it comes back to that because constantly, what do you need to know when you are a part of a system? Yes. Like the sun doesn't need to know that it can move how it wants, because if it moves how it wants, it moves the shifts, the whole system. Whole system. Because it's not fulfilling its purpose. Like the earth is the only inhabitable place, planet, planet currently right now because of where it is in relation to to the the sun. sun. The minute you are out of place, the minute you're out of place in relation to your wife. Yes. Relation to, oh my goodness. Yes. yes. In relation to your children, in relation to your purpose, in relation to your creation, your creator, in relation to your God, you Throw off the whole system. Yes. They threw off the system. There, He placed them in in Eden. He yes. made them the way he fashioned them. He come back. Y'all got clothes on. I didn't fashion clothes for you. You know, this is, it just allowed me to be so free. 
yeah. in the system by real just church, real considering all of the things that God created, yes. considering the sun, considering how it's it's able to destroy, but it doesn't. Considering the flowers, yes. that faithfully year after year after year, you look outside and if you have a tree, yeah. it comes back year after year after year. It endures no Hardship. matter the devastation, no we got a tree what. over there. It's laying down. It's laying down on but the ground. But it flowers. Yeah. It flowers. It's laying com- almost completely down where human beings planted it, but did not stake it the Properly. way that they didn't secure it. And the wind and the elements have pressed it to the point where it's almost perpendicular but it to has the ground. The most beautiful flowers that come out at the same time that the other trees flower. Yeah. It flowers. And I I marvel. At that fact, but then I began to understand what was wrong with me. Yeah. He said, we have all this wisdom. And we were filled with the same things. Yeah. He said, but we refused to do. Yeah. What we were created to do. And he told us. It, and it, we were created to worship him. Exactly. And it, there's, there it is. When we're considering it's to lead us to a place of understanding. Yes. And I, the reason I brought up that Nicodemus thing is because he needed more time with Jesus. He needed more time in a matter of minutes. Or when we talk about which I'll be bringing up next uh, family Bible study, uh, Philip, the Ethiopian. Yeah. And he's walking up to him. He's reading his Bible. Like we keep telling people to do. Mm-hmm. And this man said, do you understand that? He said, how can I understand if nobody guides me? Yeah, he said, I don't understand. What this I'm going to read it because I'm curious. I, I'm at a place in my life where I want to know. Yes. And I it, I want everybody out here who's listening to this podcast to know it is, it is awesome that you want to know about God. But it is not a redeemable quality. It, meaning that ticket won't get you into heaven. No, it won't. That ticket puts you in a place to get the ticket, but that ain't the ticket. Nope. And I know so many people, and you do too, who genuinely want to know, but don't want to give what it takes to know. They're the rich young ruler. Think of think of every minute you have as your wealth. And you come to God and say, I want to know you. And he says, well, give me your all. And all you got is a bag of time. And you turn around and walk away the same way the rich young ruler did. Because you don't want to pay attention just like he didn't want to pay the price. And and the crazy thing is, and, you know, I'm kind of hesitant to say it. No, 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 don't hesitate. The the crazy thing (laughs) is that there are people that have such a engagement with the word of God. Yes. But they're unable to understand just the the power of the word of God. Yes. Because, because it's limited because of their consideration. It's con- limited to the time spent. Yes. They're, because of their consideration, they're reading this word. Yeah. They're actually dissecting the word. They're trying to understand the word. But in a limited in fashion. In a limited fashion. Because they don't they only designate a certain time to it. Yes. Like my beautiful nieces, there's, she's like, I had addition and subtraction licked. And I don't know why they had to bring up this multiplication. <laughs> why they had to throw this in there? We was cool. We had addition, <laughs> subtraction. And even as I'm trying to show her about multiplication, she's like, well, it's really just addition. So I'm going to stay here. You, you know, yes, I'm going to yes. stay in this place. Sweetie, you're not going to be able to do this extent of math with that dish. Yes. You you don't have time. You don't have the time. So she still wants to add everything. So I say six times two, and she's like six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yes. There we go. Yeah. All right. So now you that seems like it works until yeah. I say, what's well, six times six? All right. Here I go. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. She got and, more and, and more frustrated. Yeah, baby girl got to eighteen and said, "I lost count." Oh my gosh! <laughs> All right, so back to the beginning. Seven, she eight, nine, ten, eleven. Frustrated. You're getting frustrated because you're trying to do a new thing in an old, old way. way. Yeah, 
Oh and, my goodness. And, and that's what considering, considering opens up a new way. A new way. And it doesn't have, you don't have a Bible in front of you. <laughs> no. You don't have um, a preacher sitting in front no. of you. No. You don't have any of those things. No. You just have you. You. And just whatever element oh, my that, that you begin to consider. Mom, we got to make sure we underscore this. We got to, mom, getting one of these. Real church matters. We have to underscore this. This part of the journey is just you and God. Yes. This is the you and God part. When you hear these women, I was messing with Charity because it was just uh, Valentine's Day. And she showed me something, and, and the, they making fun of people, women who say, I don't need no man. I got Jesus. And it's like, oh, well, the things you want men to do, Jesus ain't down for. It repulses him. And you can't do with Jesus. And the things that Jesus wants you to do with him, you can't do with man. That's right. That's true. I'm telling you, consider a man if you want. The deeper you know about him, the less you love him. Yeah. Yes, that's true. That's what I want you to do. Open that Bible and dig into all you can find out about Jesus. And then go and dig in your husband's phone and find out all you can find out about him. One person going to make you love him. The other person going to make you hate him. And, and you know, it was, I'll say this. <laughs> I'll say this. Um, when... Some years back when we were going out in the neighborhood, I ran into a young man and um, I asked him, you know, I was comfortable with asking people, would you, would you like me to pray with you? Yeah. And I asked him, would you like me to pray with you? And he said, I've been, I've been searching for years. Yeah. And I mean, he he read the Quran. He read. I mean, he was. He said, "I've been in every religion studying it, and I've studied uh, Christianity." And he he said, "It seems like the more I study, the further I'm away." And I said, "That's because you're seeking with your intellect. Mm-hmm. You want to know, but you're not doing it within the realm." That God has created for us to know. He said, consider. Whenever you see that word in the Bible, take time and consider what consider, he tells you. Yeah. What he's what he's saying. And, and it amazed me that he was say, always saying stuff like consider the lilies. Yeah. Consider here, I want you to consider their ways. Yeah. Consider the ant. Consider your ways. Yeah, consider Th- your ways. Think about everything. He never, he never once. Told you just think about him. Just think about me. What does that net you? He said, and I'll pull you out of this. If you just put your mind, set set your your mind on me. He said, I'll pull you out of this. He said, don't, no. Consider. Don't consider you. Because that, that was the woman's problem with Solomon. Solomon got these two women in front of him. And he's like, well, I'm going to cut the baby in half. The one woman considered yeah. the child. The other woman considered, and that was the wisdom herself. That showed the wisdom that Solomon had to expose considerations. Just All things yeah. considered, yeah. we expose consideration. One person is considering themselves. Because parenting is, we see parents who are like that woman. Yes, because they consider themselves more than their children. Yeah, they consider themselves more than their, their God. Their past. Their their fears, their needs, their, their wants, their lacks, their anxieties. They their, consider consider all of that. Their nether regions. Some people just think about the fact I have a child, and I'll have that child for the rest of my life. Yeah, but I cannot imagine a life without a man. And and it even <laughs> and I'm goes, being nice. <laughs> it it even you know it goes deeper because. Um, because when when I considered when I considered a child, yeah, I considered the child as something that at eighteen years old, mm-hmm. they were like a sentence from zero to, to 18. eighteen. Yeah, but at eighteen, yeah, my consideration is over. Yeah, you know that you 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 got to go. Yeah, because I fulfilled this thing here. 
That's how I perceived it until I considered the word. Yeah. Considered his way. In light actually, of actually is considering God's way. Yeah, Not yeah, so yeah. much consider consider Him, what he said. But what his works. His works. That's always what it is. It, that's this all is, he want, want that, us to do. This is why I had to stop doing that where people they ask me, uh, you know, where should I start reading the word? And I'm like, Oh, let's start with the gospels. Let's start Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and let's start no, no. I want people to start at the beginning. Yeah. I want you to consider God's ways. Oh, yes. I, I, that was the best thing that ever happened to me was to start in Genesis. But it's boring. And I used to accept that, too. Like, people say, it's boring. It's boring. No. I don't know. Maybe it's I'm getting I, old. I may, I don't I know. I made myself. Maybe I'm grizzled that, old minister. <laughs> that, that part, you know, I said, let me skip over all these begots. And while I was, I skipped large portions. As you start going through the Bible, it's like two, three yeah. chapters, and they say such and such, but God such and such. Until one day, I got there, and I said, "Let me read this yeah. and consider this." And, and I got like two, two. I I look at consideration as in light of. Yeah, it's like a light shining on it. It is, and it opens it up. To this, you. So let's make sure uh, just to give people a, a perspective. I will talk with people, and I can tell the people they admire because they introduce those people into our conversation. Yeah, as I'm talking, and they're like, they're telling me not even what they think anymore. They're telling me what that person they admire thinks. Yeah. And I hear people, I, I was telling Charity, I was hearing two people have a conversation about me and I was in the room. And they, was have, they were sharing not their thoughts on the subject, but what I thought about the subject. Yeah, it's funny because Forrest said that and he said, yeah, I know. Because he told me that and then he, was, he also said this. And I'm like, two people are talking about a subject from my perspective. And that's, that's bad. It's like what in the world is happening? But 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 it shows what they consider. Consider, and I've been in a conversation with someone who kept bringing up the other person, and I was like, "What you found enlightening is not enlightening to me because I don't know who that brother is." Right? Do you know what I mean? Since I don't know who he is, it's not engaging to me, and that's the way I perceive the Old Testament. Yeah. I would read it and I'm like, can't keep my eyes open. Yeah, I don't even know what is, what is all of this for. Well, you're reading something, but you ain't considered a source. Can you imagine what? saying that you want to be a Christian, but find no interest in the way that your God that you want to serve thinks? Yeah, in every single word. <laughs> every single word is strategically yeah. placed. Yeah, in there. Yeah, so that it can direct you to who he is. To who he is, and he, you know, during this time, I found him to he he loves to expose himself. Yeah, to show you his ways. Yes, and he loves his ways. Yes, he loves his ways. They, they he's sure of them. He's so sure of them. It, and he's like he, he's so sure. It's like baby, just just close. Close the book. Yeah, yeah. See, just look out your window. Yeah. He said, "Not just cast your eyes over there." Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, oh Lord, oh, you know, because it pulled everything. Yeah. Just by looking, I'm telling you, just by looking, if people just consider, just consider, just consider, look at a newborn baby. Yeah. Just put it before you. Just hold it. And just and don't be looking for Bobby's eyes and Jerry's nose. Yeah, yeah. But consider this consider. this thing was in somebody. Consider. This thing didn't even exist. Just look at it. This thing exists. It is here. And then as it starts, I mean, it's just I just marvel. Mm-hmm. Just marvel. Yeah. At how God could do this thing. And then I start saying, the spirit was with you. Yeah, it's in this little body right now. This who this person is was with you. Yeah. Oh my goodness, 
They, they, it, it made me change the way you approach children, parenting, the way you parented, because I recognized that they don't belong to me because you considered I considered where they came from. And then you did things in light of the breath of life. Yes. The breath of life was put in them, which came from God. It was the essence of who he was, because anytime he breathed, yeah. he breathed on the water. Or you anytime hear me, he breathed. You hear people say they don't want to talk about certain things. So we talk about um Infant mortality rates. Yeah. They're greater in African-American women. Yeah. But a person will just offhandedly say, yeah, I'm pregnant. It's like, yeah, but you don't understand. Like, you could not have this. You, you don't. You could potentially die in having it. Yes. This is, this is. Consider that. Yeah, consider. Oh, I don't want to think about those things. Who would think? Don't speak that on me. Consider this is lunacy, man. Consider what God is doing. Consider who He is. Consider and marvel. You know, I began to marvel just at the just at who He was. I promise, guys. Even if you go and you uh, read statistics, consider them. Consider them. I was I was going over statistics of just where we live in Prince George's County. And they were saying the average medium in, median income was uh for it was for the county was 80 something. But for African Americans it was 36. And and we 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 got to look at these things. Look at where they are and then look at where you are. Yeah. Yeah. Consider it. I can I, I'm telling you it, the, the average single mother it birthed is a, a 24 to 34 years old. Yes. The average single mother is not a single mother of one. She's in, in this county. I can only speak for this county. It, she's a single mother of two. And she's and she's not first generation. She's second or third. Second or third. Generation of single mama. Now, I had a, I had a mother who had a child at 15. Yes. Yes, I did. And I... I was a statistic. I had already joined the ranks. In light of that. Yes. Why would she ever hide that? In light of that. I never hide it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It, I, wait it for the opportun- I wait for the opportunity to share. To share who God is. Because yeah. God. He, because he. How big he is. Yeah. Because just how big. In the universe, he creates every single thing. He created my child. Yeah. My child was able to live in a in in the womb of a 15-year-old without having any prenatal care. Not until until six six and a half months. Yeah. And all of that. Yeah. But then to realize that it was God who gives life. God who gives. He and and I was I was um, able to go to a priest, and this gave me a broad, because I was put into a program uh, and all of that. But anyway, the priest, Mm. he only spoke one thing to me. Yeah. He said, God still loves you. He's the only giver of life. He loves that baby inside of you. Yeah. And that was, believe it or not, that was, I considered it. I considered it even where I was. Yeah. I considered it that God loved me. But think about it. The same way Mary at 15 hears from the angel. Yeah. And it says, and she considered it. Yeah. And pondered. It says she, she treasured it and pondered it. She accepted it in her heart and pondered on it. That I know that fueled her. Yeah. Helped her to get through a situation that surrounded her. Yes, it was not tenable. Going to kill her. They, they were going to put her, stone her, put away with put her, put her away. Because and 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 there were so many things. Yeah, that were coming against her. Yeah, but I thank God that when He says consider, that yeah. He gave humanity, He gave us the ability to consider, yeah. and He He let me know the reason why I made you the way that I made you, that you have the ability to consider. He said it's because there's a way that seems right to man. Yeah, you got to consider another way. And I got to show you my way. Yeah, He said there's a way that seems right. 
That's why he just keep pointing to stuff. Consider that. He said, consider, consider the lilies. He said, because see, you got something working against you. Yeah. Who is man the, that thou art mindful of? The lily is considering a way that seems right. Yeah. The lily just doing right. Yes. But it's us that, it's us that, we have the ability to consider. Yeah. We have the ability to ponder. Yeah. And to think on and to draw conclusions. And because of that ability. He t- he he gives us yeah. he gives us the scope in which to operate. It's the reason why we do podcasts. It's the reason why you guys should be having conversations. These things create an environment that causes people to consider. Yes, there's people who never thought once about who God is. Heard Jesus speak and say, "What must I do to be saved?" His words caused them to think and consider. consider. Even the people who didn't, it still put them in a place of consideration. It says the one person. Didn't receive from Jesus because of the people that he was afraid he was going to offend. It's it's scary to me because being in a position where even sometimes I'm talking to a person and because they consider me, they're alive. And it it, it started really causing me some issues, you know, on the inside because I said, they're considering me rather than consider a God that his he, he it's unfortunate. Yes. But this shows you the power of consideration. Yes. I, I'm I'm doing something. And people say it all the time. I, I, I don't care what people think. You but, can you're considering something. Yes. You're, a lot of people say that. And then usually people say that when they have so many people that they have to consider, it becomes a weight. It becomes overwhelming. So they say, you know, what? I ain't considering nobody. I consider, I'm, I, I consider them, my kids, and then I gotta consider who this person is. Yeah. I gotta consider my husband. I gotta consider this person. I gotta consider my family, my siblings, because I gotta consider what they. And every action that they make is based on. Co- and it overwhelms them. Yeah. Overwhelms them. I was sharing that with Philip in our podcast. It, it overwhelms men because they have this over sense, overwhelming sense of loyalty and duty, and they consider everybody. Yeah, and they lose out because you only supposed to consider God. Just consider Him. Just consider. It's so him. easy. And He said, "Unless you come as a child, you are no wise enter into the kingdom See, of heaven." He said, "What's in the kingdom of heaven?" He yeah. said, "Love, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost." You'll no wise have that love, that joy, that peace. Yeah. You'll no, in no wise partake in that of just being a child. So, like, uh, just to distill it to something just simple, God can tell you to consider the lilies, and there are people because of where their minds are, they'll look and say, "Yeah, my wife like lilies." Yes. You. And, and you know I. I'm going to plant me some lilies this spring. Because she like lilies. I I didn't ask you what your wife like. Mm. But you're considering this thing in light of her instead of considering it in light of me. Yes. I don't want to hear about nobody talking about I got a reason to live for and showing a picture of a baby. Yeah. You got a reason to live when that baby didn't give you life. You gave that baby life, but they didn't give you life. They didn't give you life. And And... To put that weight on that child. I got a reason to live. You had a reason to live before that baby existed. And and that's a weight for a child. Because the child lives in light of that consideration. Or people, somebody died and you're like, the reason I live is gone. Come on. Yeah. We all going to leave. Yes. You, got, you got the wrong considerations. Yes. When you consider that lily, consider it in light of who if God you, is. If we consider the... The the word of God in the light of who he is. Absolutely. Then we are freed from all the rest of this. Yeah. Thing. It's one of the things that because of these considerations, it's hard to have conversations like you were saying, because you talk with people and you realize they're not cons- they're not considerate. See, there's that word. Yeah. They're not considerate. And I, I used to be annoyed when I realized people aren't considerate of me. Now I'm annoyed because people aren't considerate of God. Yes. So like they don't, they like, I don't know why I cuss. Oh, cause you're not considerate. Not because there's nothing in the scriptures to say nothing about cussing because you're not considerate. You do things without consideration of God. You just don't know who he is. See, that's what Paul was saying yeah. when he said everything is lawful, but not everything is expedient. expedient. He said everything is, can be 
comfortable to do, but not everything is being considerate of God. Yeah. You, 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 you just, if he's an inanimate object, if he is a far away, if that's the only engagement we have with him, then where our righteousness will in no way supersede. Yeah. The Pharisees and the scribes. Yeah. We will not be able to look upon him when the scripture says, when I see him, yeah. I will be like him. Yeah. This is, I know that I'm just passing through this world. Yeah. I know this is not my home. This is not my home. You, you want to know why? Because I've considered him. Yeah. And in light of who he is. Yeah. I know he lead me through this place. Yeah. And that heaven is a prepared place. And this is my preparation. Yeah. This this place is my preparation. Yeah. Because of what Adam and Eve did, I got to be prepared for the place that I'm going. So this is my preparation yeah. right here. People don't understand. And, and literally, you just summed it up so perfectly. As we wrap this up, I think I'm... I, it always work out. This, this type of conversation I couldn't have with anybody else. But a woman I've seen consider God. In light of every situation, she considered God. She didn't even know. There's times where you didn't even know what was the next step. No. But said, at this point, I, I didn't even understand what that meant. When you was like, I'm, I'm a pray. I used to th- think that when we prayed, we was trying to get the answer. I wasn't. <laughs> we trying to change our meditations yes. so that we can start to consider not how to get out of the situation, but who God is in light of the situation. The situation. That's what. That's what. Um, and I don't know. I don't know what it means in the Greek or the Hebrew or yeah. that. But when he said raise up a child in the admonition, the way that when I considered that, he told me in light of me, teaching to be considered. I will see people who, who will fuss at their kid for not saying yes ma'am yes sir to people yes. you, they want them to be considerate to their elders yes. but they don't put that emphasis on being considerate to God not at all you're lying that's not considerate the to God who created you, you they, we, parents be mad because somebody lied to them yeah. I can't believe my child lied to me the fact that she would lie to me no consider the fact that she was not considerate of who God is and this is a powerful this was good man this was good shout out to everybody please listen to this I feel like you should be sharing this one I'm going to be looking for people to share it tell me who you shared it with tell me how how y'all conversations went after listening to it there's power in conversation when there's power of meditating on the right things Think on these things. I'm not telling you think on God. I'm telling you think on his works. Start there. We'll talk in another episode about how to do, what other things to consider. But start with the wondrous works of God. Start with his creation. Start with you, his creation. Start with the creation you look out your door at. Man, you can even look in your toilet and see the creation of God. Be blessed. Real church matters. All things considered. 